Stay true, stay real, stay righteous. What are you having to drink tonight, Chris? I'm going to have me a little light lager tonight. Mm. This one is called City Light. City Light, get it? Mm. This is from a... Because <laughs> it's a light beer. Right, know. right. It's, it's never funny if I had to explain it, but anyways. <laughs> that's the name of the beer, City Light. And this is, by a co- this is by a brewing company out of New York City called Five Burrows Brewing Company. Five Burrows Brewing Company. The Five Burrows. <laughs> wasn't that like uh, Gangs of New York? Wasn't they? Oh man, like I love that. that, that movie. The point or the Five Points or whatever. The dead it was Rabbits, right? Didn't they? Yeah, something like that. And it the was Butcher. A, I yeah. love that movie, man. The Butcher. Daniel Day Lewis, wasn't that? Isn't that the actor that plays Daniel Day Lewis? Right. Man, he's actually a really good actor. Oh, he's fantastic. He's he's one of those what they call method actors. He's where a he method actor. Kind of does like he gets into character yeah. or tries to. I think he retired from filming. Really, or, or, Last or, of the Mohicans. Yeah. There will be blood. <laughs> what else is he in? The Phantom Thread. Uh, Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Daniel Day-Lewis. I remember that. Gangs in New York. And I remember in that movie, there was a... Uh, what was the guy you always do the impression of? Yeah. John C. <laughs> John Riley. C. Riley. John yeah, C. Riley. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. He's in it. Yeah. He was in it, right? Liam Neeson's in it. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of great actors in that movie. The five point was that and Leonardo DiCaprio was when he was in, he was in it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean he's the main character. So anyways, so it's been a little while since our last actual recorded episode. Yeah, and we've had yeah, we've had a lot going on. <laughs> but uh for some people who've been following, um about a week ago we actually were on a well, it was a podcast. It was a podcast slash YouTube channel. Right. Thing. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, we, we were on this, uh, it was called Indie Podcast Unite. Yeah, from the Good Pods. It was yeah, sponsored good by Pods, Good Pods, yeah. yeah. Which uh, we are on, yeah. <laughs> of course. Hey, by the way, as of today, we are in the top 100 on Good Pods. I did not know that. Yeah, awesome. we made it in the top 100, so it's pretty Yay. cool. Yeah. Top one hundred. Really, hits. really cool stuff, though, man. A <laughs> lot of good, a lot of great content creators. Yeah. So, anyways, we so we had this this you know this great opportunity. Um, we tried to notify and let our let our fan base know that we were going to be live, and right. hopefully, some people got to tune in. And there was a lot of uh, we got to meet a lot of interesting people, other podcasters that are just like us. Uh, a lot uh, we with with a variety of different types mm-hmm. of. Uh, genres i guess you could say um and yeah a lot of a lot of really um there were there was there was a few people that did like i know movie reviews mm-hmm. and uh, i think there was a guy who did like movies and comics maybe. right right a little bit about that he was a comedian um, um, there was also a yeah. guy who focused mainly on um oh man I'm trying to think of the, there, it was a certain team, baseball team he was really big into. I can't remember the name of the team though, but that was his, that was his podcast was over mm-hmm. like baseball. Um, well, who else? There was, I know there was a guy that was going to call in from somewhere in Africa. He did like a show for like soccer or something. He did like a podcast over soccer soccer and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it was just a really cool, kind of cool opportunity. something new we hadn't tried before. Um, unfortunately, during the process, this is the first time we've ever done a live show, right. first of all. So we don't actually record live. We record prior to our episode's release, and then we do a lot of editing. 
So this is something me and Chris have talked about quite a few times because a lot of times some episodes will drag out quite a bit yeah. longer than than what we than what you hear than what we want them to be <laughs> right. And a lot of times I'm just taking out a bunch of what right. I would consider bloat. So we we've debated on maybe taking some of this bloat and a bunch of these extra side oh, conversations yeah. that are usually highly irrelevant to whatever topic and maybe compiling them. And making like some bonus episodes with just, it or something. Just stuff. Just yeah, because it's always nonsense. And things. Oh, it's yeah. always just absolute nonsense. <laughs> it's like we're I'm sure there's off. probably some things you've cut out that maybe probably need to remain <laughs> hidden and <laughs> right. not released. That'll that'll be for once again. That'll go there's to our Patreon. You have to pay the, the premium <laughs> right. on our Patreon. Patreon. Never before seen footage. Ten dollars. Triple X rated. Banned in twenty countries. <laughs> it's so horrifying. Worse than a you Serbian have, film. We can't explain it to you. You have to experience. <laughs> you it. have to. You have to see it to believe it. <laughs> but no. So so, yeah, I've had people say, "Man, you guys mm. are really good." You know, how do you think up all this stuff? How do you talk through all this? And I said, "Man, there's a lot of things you don't hear that we right <laughs> to process through and stumble through. Oh, or, it's, it's a bizarre you know, process. Have a long pause where we sit think for a while or mm. whatever. You know, it happens. But." Uh, <laughs> Anyways, where am I going with this? I forgot. Where I think I was the going longest pause we ever had was about thirty-four seconds, and I'm oh. like, "What were we even doing? <laughs> uh, uh, how long do we? How long do we dissociate? <laughs> you and I just at the same time we just drop, we just we just like dissociate, we look, out. Off, look off into a corner somewhere. Uh. We must have been talking about some traumatic moment because. <laughs> triggered it triggered a PTSD and, and then we just re and then we just resume. Oh man, we just what was I even talking about about us <laughs> editing our shows? Oh, well, so anyways, I'm sorry. So it was our I'll, first live show talk- we've ever right, done. Right, right. Sorry, I got really yeah. off topic there, but <laughs> it was right. So this was Some our first. So this was our first live show. <laughs> so that was something new to us. Um, we also were having some mic issues, so we were right, down to right. one mic where we typically have our own individual mm-hmm. ones. So that you know made things a little more complicated, and then of course, anytime you're you're streaming or you're doing like a, I can't remember what the it wasn't Zoom, it was some kind of call in mm-hmm. yeah. site thing we were using. Yeah, it was a platform I wasn't very familiar with. Yeah. So needless to say, our first opportunity to get to collaborate and and be on a live showing, we we ended up having quite a few technical right, difficulties right. and didn't get to speak a lot, but we still. It was still really fun to like be a part of it and be offered the opportunity. Right, right. Um, I know a few of the uh, of the podcasts actually mm-hmm. reached out to us afterwards and said they'd love to like have an individual like have us on as a guest yeah. and give us another opportunity to be on another group thing. You know, hopefully we're mm-hmm. our, <laughs> we can get our stuff worked out again. But you know, it, it was it was still a great opportunity. I really enjoyed it, and I thought it was a really you know a really good opportunity to kind of expose herself maybe to some other audience members, people that, you know, maybe never heard of us before now do. Yeah, at least pique some curiosity, right? Yeah. Or not. Or not. I mean they didn't hear much from us, but they did <laughs> they did comment on our smiles. They did they did say that they quite did, a bit. Yeah. So our first time on there, I mean, other than having the technical difficulties, it was still a really fun opportunity. We're glad we got to have it. We got people finally some people finally maybe get to see put some faces to the right. to the voices and say uh, the degenerates. Damn, they're just as ugly as they sound. Right? You know, <laughs> no, they did. They kept commenting on our smiles. They said, "Oh man, you got some beautiful smiles." I think even one of them said we should do more video work. So mm. that may be something we try in the future. By the way, 
We've talked about it. Keep your eyes and ears open. We've talked about doing it for that, but yeah, I don't know. I might need to learn how to actually like style my hair and do like I'm not. I'm not one of these. uh, (laughs) We're uh, greasy. uh, No, what do you call them? (laughs) Uh, uh, Influencers or whatever. I don't. The influencers, right? I'm not pretty enough to be like an influencer or or a face on tell. That's why we. That's why we hide behind the mics, man. Yeah, but don't. But but. You bring up something that's really interesting, though, because you bring up the concept of an influencer, which yeah. how would you describe an influencer? Well, most influencers, they're kind of like personalities right. that people enjoy, fo- you know, usually following on social media in some way or another, and they kind of become influencers because companies see that as an opportunity. Hey, since you have all these people that like to watch your stuff, will you... They sort of become advertisers, essentially, for right. these companies and things. Hey, uh, everybody likes watching my cooking shows or my YouTube cooking show, but now Miser's Dash is going to, you know, have me use her products in it or right. whatever, or sponsor it. I don't, that's, I don't know, I'm getting off topic, but yeah. No, no, but but you're right. So that that would be the way you would describe an influencer. But the fact that they're called influencers mm-hmm. themselves is kind of a a really strange thing because that inherently means they are influencing people, mm-hmm. right? Right. Th- I mean, that just seems kind of weird. <laughs> that just seems kind of strange yeah. that we live in a time where it's like, I'm going to go listen to this influencer knowing that they're going to... <laughs> I want to be in- influenced. I want to be influenced by <laughs> someone. That is so weird to me. That is the strangest thing. Well, I mean, it's the same thing that me and you always bring up about CNN and Fox. We always talk all the time about how we openly know that one is liberal and one is conservative, yet people choose to listen to one or the other. Right. I wouldn't listen to either one of them. <laughs> you already know they're spinning a narrative. You know there's an agenda. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Consume. Yeah, there's, I'm trying to think, what is it, the, um, I think it's the first Avengers movie. There's a really, hey, the first Avengers movie, there's a really cool scene where, in the first one, where they all come together, they're fighting Loki, mm-hmm. Thor's brother. Mm-hmm. All right. And Loki wants to rule Earth. And there's a part where he unveils himself to the people and lets them know that he's going to be their king and stuff. But he gives this really interesting speech where he talks about humans and how we desire to be ruled. He said, you seek it. You seek subservience. <laughs> I mean, that's... And I'm like, huh? <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of how we live. Oh, to some, shit. <laughs> in some way or another. I mean, right. to some degree, there's always somebody that seems to be pulling all the strings and running everything. Right. Dictating everybody, right? Well, I mean, because we're fucking influenced. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're influenced. That guy makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Because he did I guess, it, I I'm going to do it. You know, maybe it's that thing that people say, you've heard people say it before, you know, maybe people just don't like to think. I don't want to, people just don't want to think anymore. Just mm-hmm. do it for me. I don't like this anymore. But that's, Ignorance is bliss. I it's guess. understandable. It's understandable. What if somebody told you that you had the ability to, to live an extremely comfortable life as long as you lived within certain confines? You'll have anything you ever want, anything you ever desire, and you'll have ever, it, it'll be all right there for you. But you have to do it. You have to live within these certain sets of rules. That's the only condition. Well, I mean, I, I, I kind of already live in that. Right. I'm protected but, in my society because right. I obey the rules and I pay my taxes and I contribute, right? 
Right. Tribute. But, but the <laughs> but the <laughs> I tribute myself every morning <laughs> to go in and dedicate four hours of my human life, my life. I think about that out my life force. Eight hours of it. I tr- I Fuck will, a day I will, job. <laughs> will, Fuck a day job. I man. will I will feed the economy. <laughs> I, I'm, it's cannibal. It's a cannibal system, right? You're I, a capitalist pig because, because we can't stop consuming. <laughs> a capitalist. I have sheep. to go and keep feeding the machine with my energy and my time and my happiness so that we can keep eating, getting fatter, right? <laughs> but it's real. But it's so real, yet we neglect it, man. We don't look at it. It's a thought that nobody wants to think about. The point I was trying to make was if somebody offered you that type of reality, the reality where they said you can you can live a very good life, a very fulfilling life, but you, you have to operate within this set of parameters, these, these rules. I do think there's a lot of people who would say, okay, I'm fine with Plug that. I'm fine with that. And it's not even it's not even people being unaware of what the other decision is. It's it could also be people consciously making that choice because it's just a very comfortable, easy choice to make. Question taking, taking the path of least resistance, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Which, it makes. I mean, no. I think you're hitting on the point that you know, and, and people have said this before, but you know, staying in your comfort zone sometimes. I mean, it does limit you, right? Mm-hmm. There, there are uncomfortable things about reality, but there are things that sometimes we have to be able to face. Mm-hmm. And acknowledge, right? And all of a sudden, it's not it becoming as uncomfortable as it once was, right? If you can learn to accept it a little bit. Well, right? some could even argue that's part of being human. That's what it is to be human: is to have these experiences and to know these experiences and to understand them. Maybe that's the essence of humanity: to understand our decisions and our choices. What we Why are. am I? <laughs> what am I? I was always a really hey. big. Who am I? Who? I was Who? always a really big fan of Socrates because he his philosophy centered around this idea that man inherently is fallible. We will always desire Correct. what makes us happy. And because we all openly desire that, that doesn't mean we all desire it on the same levels. Mm-hmm. And Socrates kind of was aware of this. So his whole philosophy centered around the idea of what if we all collectively, no matter who you are or where you're from or what status you hold, what if we all collectively made decisions based on what would benefit all of us as a whole, regardless of status, stance, race, religion, none of it matters as a species. As a species, what if we collectively made decisions as a whole that would benefit all of us? And I'm like, man, what a fucking concept. <laughs> but you know, well, right. I mean, I think that that right that does sound like a grand <laughs> way of existing. But you also have to understand that human beings are too different, though. Right. Because there will always be somebody who won't have a different that perspective. wants an edge, and, or yeah, right. Either has right. just a different perspective and says, "Well, I don't necessarily mm. agree with what everybody else is saying." Right. And but, that, but Socratic conversation also f- facilitates that idea because it takes into account these different perspectives and it collectively creates an agreement that is beneficial to everyone. Right, I got you. So right. it satisfies everybody's view for the benefit of the greater you. good as a whole. Because yeah. you're right, you're right. But that's the point of it. The point is the differences need to come together. Mm-hmm. 
We need we need different aspects. There's a saying actually, and I can't remember what the philosopher's name is, mm-hmm. but it goes something along the lines of society is at its best when men plant trees whose shade they'll never see. Oh, you're right. In a selfless in a selfless sense. Right. Yeah. Hey, I saw a really interesting <clears throat> debate unfolding on social media the other day. Okay. Social media, right? Mm. So it was a debate, it, or um, it was a quote that someone had had made a post about, and this quote went somewhere along the lines of something that that said, "Since everyone at some point in time experiences a form of trauma, mm-hmm. no adult is truly sane." I, I believe that. So it was, the, but what was interesting was there was a there was a pretty big debate that was raging on about this post. And the debate was the concept of trauma itself being weighed in different terms. Hmm. So to say that oh, a kid, no, I see what you're saying, a kid to to or a child to not get what they wanted for Christmas, being a form of trauma was invalid. It was saying that that's not okay. That's not all right. And the, even a lot of times the comparison was made that people who've seen you know active combat and. Intense, or have been in very intense situations. That's what true trauma is. And there was this really big debate going on. Other people saying, well, that's not necessarily true. Trauma manifests itself in very different ways and can stem from well, very different things. I was going to say, you know, and I guess what you're kind of hinting on, and maybe I've heard this before too, that it's kind of like you ever heard some. There's a thing where somebody says, just because you might be able to handle something a certain way doesn't mean that another person is going to experience it the same way or handle it. Does that Correct. make sense? Well, right. It's because it's all based on perception. Because yeah. we all perceive things differently, we handle it differently. Yes. Right. Therefore, yes, trauma, something that you could minimize and say is nothing could be a traumatic experience for another right, person. Right. Now, that's not to say that a kid getting upset because they didn't get the, get the new iPhone X or whatever the hell the newest one is um, for Christmas, that's not to say that's not a learning experience maybe, right? Yeah. <laughs> maybe there's ways that we can kind of coach away from, from somebody handling a situation like that traumatically. But it was really fascinating to me because there were these very two different schools of thought debating elements of the mind. Right. And that concept alone kind of had me baffled. People who probably have their own elements of the mind are debating Absolutely. It, right? Absolutely. But, but the most interesting thing to me was, as I was reading these comments, I'm like, yeah, but, but nobody truly has a concept of how any other human being thinks or feels. We think we do. We think we know what sadness or depression or happiness or anger or anxiety feels like, yet we have no concept of what that feels like in another human being. We perceive it in the way that we would. To me, it brings up a, a broader question. How can we even debate something of this nature? I just think it's interesting that we. it's almost like a primitive form of argument because it's such a, a topic that's so much broader than that. It's something that's so right. far beyond our current comprehension. I mean, I always like the idea of whenever they talk about people doing, um, you know, like trying psilocybin, magic mushrooms, and they talk about, like, the profound effect it's had mm-hmm. on them. And it just seems like such an unorthodox way to 
try to like figure something out or you know it's a drug oh god it's right. a drug whatever but to me it's always really interesting that these people talk about these types of experiences and these profound effects that it had on them and it clearly was some type of chemical reaction in the brain mm-hmm. because i mean that's what's happening yeah so i would i would almost beg to ask the question what do we know about anything how can we debate ailments of the mind when we barely even know how magic mushrooms affect it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and some people say it cures depression. <laughs> hey, Jables. That just reminds me, talking about mushrooms, it reminds me of a Tenacious D. <laughs> right. Right? Doesn't he take mushrooms in that? And he, like, he has this yeah, trip. He goes, yeah, the Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah he and he, Sasquatch. he meets Sasquatch. <laughs> And I even think he turns into like a Sasquatch yeah. himself, and they're fl- like, "There's Look a baby into Sas. the Sasquatch eyes. <laughs> Who knew the Sas could fly? Bigfoot is my papa, and he's got to protect me." <laughs> that's so weird. Well, I, that that's what popped in my head. I had that's a great movie, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. <laughs> it's great. Me and KG. So, so do you remember in the movie, the pick of destiny was a piece of the devil's tooth that had been chipped off, and it yeah, possessed right. like this radical power. So anybody who used it as a pick for a guitar, <laughs> master exploder. No, it just it turned them into these rock legends, rock gods. Yeah. It was funny because there's a scene where they're going through like a bunch of like <laughs> pictures of all these really famous guitarists, and somebody's in the movie, somebody's like. Somebody's photoshopped in the pick into the movie, so it's so funny. Oh, you saw these funny. Oh yeah, like Eddie Van Halen, and they're using the, Jimi Hendrix right. or whatever. They're you know, the satanic. So it makes you believe that you know people throughout <laughs> they, they these rock gods or some, oh, certain people so have come across the pick and found right. it's magic. So the whole film is basically they're like they're underdog, you know, rock people or whatever, and. And they're they're trying to use the pick to right. They go on a glorious quest <laughs> to to get the pick, so they can become rock gods. Well, Chris, as always, it's been good. Absolutely. And if you enjoy what you heard tonight, we are streaming on all major platforms, and you can check us out on any of our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And as always, everybody, stay true, stay real, stay righteous. <laughs>